this heaven? No. It's Iowa. Those are thing I, I love most about podcasting is that we're the lucky ones, you know. Not just any person can just put a microphone in front of their face and record their opinions. You know, we have a seat at the table. We're the lucky ones. Let's go! Ben, let's put the women and children to bed and go looking for dinner. Cause up next is the program on the pot of dreams. Go thirteen! Most of my players are farm boys. Or they're from the inner cities. Football is their deliverance from different worlds. When I turn pro, I'm going to get you the house to go with it. From different lives. Welcome to college. <laughs> they've come to pursue a dream. Any football program worth his name. Lead group of warriors. I'm going to bust your gun open and watch you die. Talent unites them. You going to lead us to the promised land? The question is, can you boys follow me? Competition divides them. Darnell Jefferson. Tailback. Ray Griffin, starting tailback. Yeah, I know. That's why they recruited me. Hey, don't tell me you're falling for this guy. He's nothing. He's just another gangbanger with speed. Pressure surrounds them. You play that second half the way you did the first, this is what the rest of your season's gonna look like. Thought we might take a little ride. We go slow. No cowboy stuff. And one man stands by them. I'm never gonna play again, am I? Even when they fall. Look at me, boy. We need you. We're gonna ring that championship bell! Touchstone Pictures and the Samuel Goldwyn Company present a story of what it takes. Get it up! Come on, man! To fight the pressure, face the pain, and survive the program. Rated R. All right, if you listen, we will pod. This is Ben and Eric on the Pod of Dreams. Thank you again for listening. Shouts to all the Go Iowa awesome folks listening, hanging in here with us. Uh, this week, we're doing the program from, from 1993. Uh, it's a college football movie. Uh, it's a movie I picked this week because we're leading into the college football season. The pod of Rosedale is back. Ben and Eric are going to be back talking college football this season, so that went better than a the greatest college football movie of all time, in my opinion. Um, ben, uh, yeah, there are, how many are there? I, by the way, side note. I mean, honestly, I, that claim might be true, but that's only because there's so few. I did a search of, of various, like, what's the best college football movies? Um, this one was number one in a lot of the lists that I saw. But there's, like, like Necessary Roughness was another movie. I always get that movie and this movie confused. I don't know if you have any idea what Necessary uh, Roughness is. No, that's college football, not the NFL? Yep, that's also college football. It has Scott Bakula. He's the quarterback. Um, Kathy Island was, like, the kicker. The, the reason I always get, always get these movies confused is there's two guys in both of the movies, in the program and in Necessary Roughness. Sinbad's also in Necessary Roughness, but the latter no, I've, I've never the, had the pleasure. The steroid guy, he's in both movies, and so is, what was his name, Mac, I think? The linebacker, the guy that hurts his knee, he's in also, also in both movies, so I, I get them very confused. They're both college football movies. Um, but, yeah, I think it's got to be the best college football movie. So I, again, I, I can't dispute it. There's not there's not a lot of it's a small pool. There's not a lot of but, choices. So you here. had never heard of this movie until I picked it no. like, at all. And never totally totally slip. I've got a so I mean Eric, of all the movies you've selected, this is probably the one I'm most excited about. Um, 
Because there's so much insanity going on here. I have so many questions, so many observations, so many thoughts, just trying to piece together this. Uh, but here's... No, I'd never heard of it all. No idea it existed before last week. I'm glad I know it exists now. I'm glad I've watched it. You had mentioned last week that this movie made you excited to be a football player. This made you excited for football. Like, Eric, you ready to hit somebody? Yeah, coach, how hard do you want me to hit? Like, it made you pumped to, to play football. Is that is that true? Well, really? to, a, to a certain extent, like, because I would say it's probably my first exposure to football. Like, oh, my family, okay. my parents never watched football. Like, it was never on. I, I don't think I'd ever watched a football game. And then I saw this movie. I was like, wow, that looks really cool. And, yes, there are, like, this movie does. I know. Some... The, well, there's the Welcome to the Jungle sequence. That's where it's like, oh, oh yeah. Eric saw this. Oh, and yeah. that went right into his brain. It was just imprinted on him as they're doing hitting drills. Um, but, which but I yes, there's like also, this movie does talk or touch on a lot of the dark sides of football. This thing is like a scathing critique of college yeah, football. It is. And there's, there, it's like... But is I, it a I, critique I or is it just realism? You know, I mean... Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's intentional, but it's there. Like, I just kept thinking, everything that's problematic with college sports, and particularly college football, is right here in this movie. And I also was like... Nostalgic for how quaint everything is. Everything seems much more smaller scale in the early 90s than it would eventually become in, like, you know, the 21st century as it is in the year 2022. It's even more crazy. It's even more amplified. Because um, that's what I kept thinking is this, this scathing college football critique with a whole bunch of 90s cheese dump all over it. Because there's just, it's super 90s, right? Like, I, I don't, the, the titles came on. I'm like, oh, wow. I remember when this is like how movies started. Like, this was, this is just the aesthetic for a while. And I don't have enough technical expertise to describe exactly the choices they make with the the opening credits and the music but like oh yeah this is this is the early 90s baby uh, and a lot of just cornball stuff on top of it uh, but yeah i mean it's going for realism i was surprised how many stuff how much they got right in a movie that could have completely been there we get somebody shaking off a concussion we get um, Pay- payments the coach, under, under the table players getting paid under the table sexual assault is addressed in this movie co- and covered up yeah, steroid university, use, a heavy incentive for steroids. Edu- education, cheating, you know, cheating scandals are also discussed in this movie. Oh yeah, and the and the coach, and I really have a lot of questions about James Caan as a coach. I don't know what he does well in this movie. His he character's probably terrible. the we- weakest part of the movie. He like he's terrible. Like what yeah. is he offering as a as a coach? He gives one like tiny little pep talk at the end. In other words, like this guy does nothing. Um, I don't see his appeal. I don't know why he has a job. He just seems mostly irrelevant. Um. But then they keep talking about everything being good for the program, and it has this weird, like, almost sounds like a cult when they talk about it. Well, isn't that what college football is? I mean, isn't that Kirk Ferentz? Like, you know, don't do anything to embarrass the program. Black, row the boat? Sure, yeah. Sure. I I just didn't know how intentional it was, because it's like, man, this this sounds like people that are in a cult. Like, oh, you got to do this, Eric. You got to slit your wrist because it's good for the program but, you or whatever. Know, like, having played football too, like th- there's a lot of, I mean, I only, I didn't play it in college. I played in high school, but like there's a lot, a lot of that stuff happens. Like in my high school, there was, you know, cheating scandals. There was sexual assault stuff in my high school. Like all this stuff was like, this is how it is, you know? And that that's, I, I think that's what makes this elevates this movie beyond just like a sports movie because it does, does include that. No, I don't think it goes far enough. Because it's not like an expose, and it just sort of sprinkles that stuff in there and then moves on really quick. 
which I think is maybe also the point of it. Like that, that's what college sports do is the, these things happen. They just move on really quick. They don't want to address it. I mean, the, the racism thing with, with Iowa, we talked about that last year. Like that's just moved on. Like, let's just forget about all that. Like let's, let's cover it up and move on. Nobody talks about it, but that hurts the program, you know? And that's what this, I think that's a lot of this stuff in this movie, but uh, I did want to say, you know, did recommend this movie to any Iowa listeners out here. We have a lot of Iowa fans from Go Iowa Awesome. Please watch this movie. And the reason why I think you should all watch this movie is it might be the only chance you get to watch the Hawkeyes win a big football game. See, I was going to say, Joe. Pause for laughter. I'm pausing for laughter. Let's pause. Okay. Everybody revel in the, the <laughs> sick burn that we're all sad that we heard. It's going to make us cry. I was going to say, was it Joe Kane to see the quarterback? Joe Kane driving a motorcycle a on campus. He tried to come in Tannic and get a win. What a mistake. Embarrass himself. Utterly embarrass himself. Just, I, I did like uh, the realistic. Me, wasn't it like, wasn't it 10 to 7 or something like that? It was the final score. Oh, it was score. very low scoring. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a different era. Really like, he's got the Heisman candidate because he threw well, two touchdown passes. Okay. 1993 is when this movie came out. So, we're, if, if you didn't watch the movie, you're probably very confused by our conversation. In this movie, it's a college football program. There, it focuses Eastern on like four State. or five Eastern State University. It focuses on four or five different players throughout the season, and they go through a lot of stuff. Quarterbacks in rehab. There's uh, all these scandals that we talked about. But then we get to the, the season, and we see three games. We see them play three games. Uh, one is is it Texas A&M we, or something like we, that? We get four. Oh, we, we get, get the ball game, four. right? Don't we get? No, we don't get the bowl game, but we get at least four. So the openers against Mississippi State and Mississippi SEC State, right? SEC State, we get a, a game against Michigan. Michigan, and then a Big Ten team. And then they play we Iowa, game, right? We get a game against Iowa, and we get a game against Georgia Tech. Is the the big right, final Georgia sequence Tech. against Georgia to Tech to win their conference or something like that, right? Or to win get into bowl game for no reason. You hear on the radio that they played North Carolina, I think. Like we're all over the map. This is like not a discernible conference at all. But I'm glad they use real teams. Um, it just, you know, in their made-up division, they didn't explain it at all. But So, yeah, so uh, in this season, the, the quarterbacks is like a Heisman favorite. Also, I guess the Michigan guy is a Heisman favorite, the two of them going into the season. And they play each other, and then the quarterback has – he struggles, and then he, he goes into rehab, so he misses a bunch of games. But then he comes back to play Iowa, right? He's coming off the bench in that game, right? Do I have that right? I think so. I think so. And he, uh, your Hawkeyes no, he, he get a win. He comes off the bench – does it, is it that game? Or maybe it's the last game that he comes off the bench. Maybe he doesn't play the game they play Iowa. Correct. That's his last one because that's the first game back for the steroid guy, Latimer. Right. That's right. And he just he isn't strong enough. There's there's somebody like football like his form sucks. There's a lot of like yeah, illegal he's, hits. He's up straight up hitting them. Yeah. It's like you're low. He has no leverage. Like dude, that's the problem. If you'd been lower to the ground, you could have gotten the stop to to win the game. But you were like way up by his shoulder pads, way too high. And we got a lot of illegal hits, by the way, also a different era. But he literally takes the guy's helmet off like a quarterback for the last sack. Uh, I think the first game, he literally rips the guy's helmet off. And like, what a fierce hit. I'm like, oh, if you pull a quarterback's helmet off, that's going to be a penalty in the year 2022. And they're going to get 15 yards in another play. But So um, my question was, so they play Iowa, play Iowa in that season. It's, it's 1993 or 92 and they filmed it. Is that – that's not Ference yet, right? No. Oh, no. no, no, that's Hayden Fry. That's we still see Hayden, Hayden Fry. Fry, okay. We see Bo Schembechler, who was the Michigan coach at the time. Um, we don't see Hayden Fry. Uh, let me look here, though. Th- there was a name that, uh, you know, and I don't – I didn't care about football in 1992 or 93. 
He, he's on no, Iowa yeah. in the movie. Yeah, he's a, he's the running back that I think. Oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. He's the one that scores a touchdown, I think, right? But I don't think there was a yeah. I don't I don't think it was a real dude. I mean, there was a thick pen that was later in Iowa. And he was a defensive back, so I think they made up that that guy. But so um, yes, if, yeah. you, if you've never seen this movie and you're an Iowa fan, check it out because you get to watch your Hawkeyes beat Eastern State University in in this oh, movie. Oh, very exciting, dramatic goal line stand. Ferens would love it. That, oh, that's his dream. Yes. If you could win it on a goal line stand, and somebody tries to run it or you know, you run it in and hammer it in at the end. Um, doesn't get any sexier than that. Uh, let's talk about the football sequences. I mean, one of the things that is the string of this movie is I think the act. I mean, the yardage confused me. I don't think the yardage always matched up to where they were on the field. That kind of confused me. But I think the actual football sequences are pretty good. Really good. Um, yes. The, yeah, with like one I, exception. With one exception. The exception is the, the voiceover shit does not isn't isn't good. Like when. Omar Epps is breaking tackles and his voiceover is like talking shit to the guy. He just broke. It just sounds really bad because it's clearly oh, voiceover. The ADR or yeah. whatever stuff yeah. that they recorded over top of it. Yeah, yes. no, I see what you're saying. Uh, I love the like football cam vision. We occasionally get like the football player's perspective on the field. Yeah. Um, and it, you, I forget. I mean, I only played for two years in junior high, but I forget how like narrowing those helmets are to your field yeah. of vision. Right. They just cut off so much of what you can't see. And that makes it like more stressful because people are, genuinely trying to hurt you it's like man this is really really good although i have to say eastern state university's offensive line really sucks they seem to have no good plays that i can the, recall the bud light guy he, he wasn't blocking well enough nope nobody was i mean the quarterback was constantly under pressure he just did not have time to throw back there um but i love these football because usually football's terrible even like a a really good show like the friday night lights from like i don't know 10 years ago it's a really great show for the most part the football sequences are the worst part of that. The movie's show, better. The movie's the movie is, the fo- oh, way yeah. better. The movie's way better. Uh, the show though is, is really bad. Yeah. And this this is like oh these sequences are really good. Um, they're exciting and they kind of get you in the action in a way that makes you kind of look. It kind of looks like you're watching a real game. You know, yeah, for no, the most part. No, I do think they really did a good job. Um, I I was I was shocked by how good these were. It's like here's this college football, the, the best college football movie of all time, apparently. I'd never heard of him. like oh they really got a lot of this really spot on now I, the only thing i genuinely didn't like about the movie is i think the characters are all pretty weak i, I don't love them i don't love joe kane he's really boring he's a really I dull guy do you don't like joe kane uh joe kane's awesome he's amazing that's my quarterback man joe kane driving a motorcycle through campus with a leather jacket getting into fights that guy was incredible Staring down trains that are <laughs> almost killing himself. It's a, I guess, because he's it's so a, worried he's going to screw up, so he's going to yeah, deliberately he's got screw all this up. Pressure. You can't handle it. Just, just you know, you die. His you don't dad's a about drunk. It. He's a drunk. He's just he knows he's going to be a fuck up. I love you. Don't like he's that already character? gone further than his dad. He, he's already ahead of where his dad's at. Um, that was a bit tough to swallow. Like you're already a big time quarterback at a big time. School. What's what's his draft stock? Because so so the movie end, the movie ends. It seems like they're all coming back. He's only a junior, I think, in the movie. So he's the yeah, movie he's starts. He's year. finishing his sophomore year or his yeah his yeah he, junior he, he year. I guess. Disappointment. The very first thing we see is them losing a game to not make a bowl game against Georgia Tech. So then James Conn, the coach, season. he's on the hot seat for next year. Yeah. But Kane movie. must have had a had a good season because then going into the whatever the season that the movie takes place in, he's like a Heisman, you know, hopeful. 
He's on the I think the left. problem is just that he was gone for four games, which hurt his Heisman chances. And they didn't. He didn't win the biggest game of the year against Michigan. Also, I guess that was part of the problem. But yeah, man, he was another favorite to win the Heisman. And then I there's know, the, but then he, the linebacker, the Mac guy, who's they keep talking about. He's the best linebacker. Con says like that him. best linebacker I've ever had. And you know, he's he comes from like a poor family, and he's supposed to just you know jump right into the NFL, maybe a high draft pick, and then he hurts his leg and basically ends his career. Which I've you've seen that I've seen that with college football players. These like top tier draft picks just have the worst injuries and they never play pro football. And it's that's that's disgusting. I think you know for a lot of these guys who basically play for scholarships and then hurt themselves and they don't get the money they would have if they didn't have to play in college football. So I think the movie touches on that. I find that interesting. Yeah, it's basically they treat it like almost like a lottery almost. Like if he doesn't get hurt. Cool, he gets a chance to make a crap load of money in the NFL, right? That's that's awesome. Cool, making a lot of money, but like screwing up your leg and then, you know, not having a college degree, and not being able to play in the NFL, yeah, as an amateur, that's really brutal. Um, and yeah, if he got paid, he'd be able to at least make money while he's in college because he's the best linebacker ever. And I, I love. I've never seen trash talk like that where he creates fake narratives. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. You gotta shout my mom, right? <laughs> yeah. Eric, you're the guy that, that invented a time machine. You went back in time and convinced my dad to smoke as a teenager. That was you. You killed my dad, didn't you, Eric? I'm going to come for you, baby. Like, I love that. That's just one of the funniest, weirdest things. And we're just kind of confused and scared. And that's oh, great. Um, I've never seen that before in a movie. Um, but then there's, but yeah, also, the game... there's also this stuff about, like, where, where there, Khan has to, like, testify at a hearing or whatever. A, a school He's board so hearing. apathetic. He's yeah. like, yeah, I guess I'll, I well, guess. Well, it was the, it was the backup quarterback who was, like, sleeping with his daughter. So, I, I you know, I get why he was a little hesitant to push for it. But, you know, he, he gives that one statement about, like, when is it, when is it 80,000 people ever showed up to watch a chemistry, you know, experiment? You know, like, basically saying, like, the university makes all this money because of college football and these guys don't get anything. And I think that's a, you know, legitimate issue with college sports. Yeah. And the one guy at the hearing is like, oh, what is this just like a amateur football Academy or is this an actual institution of education? Well, obviously college football is now a, it is the minor league sport loosely affiliated with colleges. I mean, well, it always yeah, has it, been. I mean, and not now. It's not like it's a new thing. I, I don't think that was the case in 1920 or whatever, that it was a minor league. Oh, right. League. I mean, since the NFL has become what it is, yeah. Eventually, correct. I, yes, long before 1993. Uh, my point is, eventually, at one point in time, it was probably a game for amateurs. Like, oh, we are student athletes who we were your students first, and then we happened to play football. That, that was probably once true a long time ago, but that's not being true. I, yeah, I don't know. The 60s, 70s, yeah, somewhere I mean, in there. In the 60s, football players had like other jobs too. You know, what it wasn't the big payday that it. Yeah, became. so but at some point it turned into that. Um, no, and it, it's great, but it also showed like that backup quarterback. They needed him. If they didn't need that backup quarterback, they don't have that hearing. But he's like, oh, I get where we lose our starter for four games, and we got to try to go 500, and we need this guy uh, because he's useful. Now I'm going to stick my neck out for him. The same thing with Latimer. Um, that Vladimir's this, so we're throwing a bunch of names out here, but Vladimir's this absolute, like, steroid juiced out, like, freak um, who, you know, he wanted to make the team, so he took steroids over the summer, gained 35 pounds, pretty much all muscle, 
absolutely looks insane. I mean, he looks like he's already in the NFL. I, he didn't look at all like a college dude to me. He's like bigger than everybody. And he makes the team, but he's clearly got like void rage problems. Um, but I love that they at least explain or kind of help you understand his motivation for doing that. It's like, I'm not as good. We're lucky. I want to see to the table. I want to contribute. We have this like very interesting arc where <laughs> God, see, this is, it does so many things well. Like, how cult, how head coaches insulate themselves from anything that would be problematic, right? This yeah. guy's clearly on steroids, and he makes the team, and he goes out and starts smashing his head through car windows. Gashes on his head, and he's obviously busting random people's windows in their car. That's problematic behavior, and probably indicative that you're, you know, going to have trouble down the road. But the assistant coaches are like, uh, head coach didn't want to know about this. So then the head coaches are insulated from all the wrongdoing that happens. Um, because they just need to win. Yeah, it's like when you have a strength and conditioning coach working these guys to the point where they're, like, getting sick. His head coach doesn't want to know about it. Just just turns a blind eye. Are we going back to that? That that was, like, 15 years ago. So we're going to to Rapto? I'm just kidding. It was a joke. No, you're not. But uh, so that that Latimer guy, like, if you watch action movies in the 90s, that he was just like the big giant buff dude that was in everything. Yeah, he was around and very. He was stuff, in. I read something. Sure. He was just like he he was like a bodybuilder, and he went to L.A. and someone saw him, at, and they were making Hudson Hawk. He's in Hudson Hawk also, and they were like, "Hey, you right. want to be in the movie?" And he was like, "Yeah, okay." He's he in just, any given Sunday. I know that too. Yeah. He's that makes sense. Um, but uh, you know, eventually this guy. Tries to sexually assault a girl, woman, I guess. Um, and here's where it just gets so creepy and weird. Like his teammates pull him off. She, you know, so they're making out, and she says she's had enough and wants to go back to the party. And he gets mad and doesn't let her leave and starts getting super aggressive with her. Eventually, teammates pull him off. Um, the young woman's dad is like a booster or is connected to the university or is just a big fan or whatever. So he decides he's not going to press charges. And that guy only gets suspended for three games um, as opposed to the four that Joe King gets suspended for beating up a guy. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's dark and it's awful, but, like, it just happened. There was – what school is it? He was the kicker for the Bills. He was He's a rookie. They just cut him. Matt Ariza or whatever. Yeah, because uh, there's, like, a gang rape allegation at a at whatever college he was at. Watson. Yeah. Um, I mean, this stuff happens all the time, and it is covered up, and it's gross and disgusting. I mean, I don't know if the movie spends enough time on it because I think it's more – it's a serious issue, and should they should address it more than they do in the movie, but – I love that it's in there. I mean, I, it's it's dark as shit, but it, I, I like that they showed that side of football. Yeah, and they, it's weird, but then they humanize him. That's where it gets weird because yeah. Coach says, you got to stop taking the steroids. He stops taking the steroids. We see him flush the needles down the toilet. Probably not a good way to get rid of them, but whatever. Um, flushes them down the toilet. Comes back for the Iowa game. He has a chance to make a game-saving tackle, but he's just not strong enough because he stopped doing the steroids. Again. Is that, or is it just because Iowa's that good? Well, he interprets it as he's not strong enough. Maybe it wouldn't yeah, matter because Iowa's just He was just looking at it the wrong way. He's, he can't tackle an Iowa Again, his, tech, his technique was just terrible. Again, he had no leverage whatsoever. He was way too high. I mean, that was a much bigger issue than his strength and conditioning. So then he hops back on the steroids for the last week. And I, do steroids work that fast? I don't know. Yeah. Right back on... Uh, yeah, I, I don't no know idea. if that's how it works. I don't, I don't think you take steroids and then seven days later you're like extra ripped. But we see him go back. Like very, very graphic. We get to see him 
jam the needle right in his bare ass cheek um, and stick it in. And then we also see him because because the coach is now watching all the tests. He uh, he has to get all of the pee. Well, I, I thought of the Wizenators. Speaking of like, oh yeah, this I I, I thought of the, the old I don't know which Vikings player that was, but the Wizenator. Um, he was a running back. Was, what was his name? Yeah, I can't think of it either. If you don't know, there's a Vikings player with like a, it's like a, a fake penis and then it's connected to fake pee, so you can pass a drug test. Because the coach um, is gonna literally watch him pee into the thing. Yeah, so we see this guy get all the all the urine pulled out of his bladder and gets other urine put back in from somebody else. So yeah. literally the clean is injected right into his blood, which is insane. Yeah. That is insane behavior. Like, that's how badly this guy wanted to play and do steroids, right? And we, he does it, and he ends up making a big play uh, in the game. And we see, you know, James Kahn looks at him. James Kahn knows, like, oh, this guy's decision to do steroids meant I won the game and got to keep my job, basically. And they don't say anything, and it's a really understated and great moment. Um, but then but also l- dark. later on at the end of the movie, you hear that when they go on their recruiting trail, they mention how they they cut him, so he's not on the team anymore. So it's like, it's equally bullshit. So Khan gets the big win, and then just cuts this guy loose for doing steroids, which is, you know, again, a reflection on the coach. Coach gets paid, right? The coach keeps his job, keeps getting paid, and all these players, the guy blows out his knee, loses his career. This guy does steroids for him. He just cuts him loose. I mean, that, that is, like, you know, another reflection of, of what college sports are. Yeah, no, it is. It's another layer of lack of accountability. The head coach who just insulates himself He's like the highest paid state employee in most states, you know. I mean, like PJ yeah. Fleck, I think, makes more than any the, anyone in Minnesota that's a public employee. He's the highest paid. That's guy. definitely true in Kirk Ferentz's case for sure. Um, yeah, it's it's bizarre. Uh, well, not bizarre. I mean, it's it's kind of perverse. And uh, James Conn mostly is just dealing with like scandals the entire season. Like we see him hardly coaching at all, right? I mean, it's very little actual coaching, and he seems really shitty at it when he does. Um. So I, I don't know, but then at the end we're supposed to like, are we supposed to be happy for them at the end of the game, at the end of the movie? So think, hey. Well, no. So I, I read Roger Ebert. I read his review on the movie, and he ends with, he said, by the film's end, I found myself simultaneously hoping that ESU would win its big game and that the school would pull the plug on its football program. But I guess that's how I was supposed to feel. So, like, I, I think that's spot on, right? I think you're it's supposed to, like, conflicted. root for them okay. to win, but also hate that they even play this game, you know? Sure, okay. I know it's, uh... I don't know, we, did, we didn't talk about Omar Epps' character and, and Halle Berry. And Halle, we spent a lot of time on their relationship. I didn't care much about it. Did you care about their relationship? I think the weakest part of the movie is the, like, romance stuff. So it's not only Omar oh, Epps yeah. and Holly Berry, although Halle Berry, my goodness, in this movie. but She's attractive, but um, I didn't care. And then there's Joe Kane and his girlfriend, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Christy Swanson, yeah. Who, she's She kind of went off the rocker, right, as, as an older person. I think she's become she? some sort of I... right-wing conspiracy person, but whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Um Yes, but I think those relationships, like there's, they spent a lot, a lot of the movie is on that, like all the stuff with Joe Kane trying to be reckless and kill himself or whatever is all with Christy Swanson, and there's all the Tudor stuff with Halle Berry, and then there's like this love triangle where she's dating the starting running back, and yeah, there's, there's, they spend way too much time on that stuff. 
uh, okay. for my liking. I agree. I was like, I, I don't care. This is we were. I mean, we're getting half hour of this movie is that stuff. Like, I don't care. You know, we got other stuff. Give me more more critiques of the college football team. Or help me understand James Con better. Yeah, a little access and O's. Let's get in there and break down some well, game well, film or I, something. I would rather have X's and O's, but I just mean him as a person. Like, he's already had 12 years as a head coach. He's made a lot of money. Is he just going to be that depressing for him to lose his job? He'd probably get a job somewhere else. You know, most head coaches end up either being an assistant somewhere else and still making pretty good money uh, in college football. Um, yeah, how do we understand? Does he Yeah, we don't even know. Is he married? Him? Does he have kids? Like, yeah, he has nothing daughter. about his character. Yeah. But even then, like... She gets thrown under the bus, um, but uh, you know, yeah, I, I, we need. I needed to understand his character better because um, mostly he looks like apathetic. He doesn't even yeah, like he cares about his job that much. To be honest, though, how many college football coaches are that interesting? Right? None of them seem like interesting. But it's a movie, so you can actually no, have, you can make that entering. You get you get to try to understand a movie. Like I understand if you did this about Kirk Ferentz. It'd be miserable if you did this about PJ. Like their personal lives would be super dull, and they probably have almost no personal because they're just doing football all the time. The, okay, that's fine. Should have given him like a I, gambling addiction or something like that. No, I just want to know more about him and understand him. Like, does he have any genuine care for these players? Um, is it well, really just careerism? See, my, my, is that James Con though? See, the, I, I'm I am finding myself realizing that I am not the R.I.P. to the movie legend James Con, but. Not the biggest fan of him as an actor. I don't think he has. Uh, well, I agree. His performance isn't great, or or it was direct. He was directed, but he looked he looked bored at times to me. Like yeah, like he showed up and they're just like, read this, and he said, okay, you want me to throw over a table and yell? All right. I, I, the, he needed exactly, like a speech yes. or something. Uh, like there wasn't a great coach speech. Like you, well, you yeah, like Al Pacino has one in any given Sunday that gives him an inch. I would murder a dog for that yeah. inch. The dog's injured in front of your face. I mean, and that's just because yeah. Al Pacino is, you know, he's make. Magnet, magnetic on screen, like you yes, just. Yes, he's can't... obviously a way better actor than James Conn. Yeah. We're talking about Godfather alums, um, right? Yeah, the uh, he's the the Corleone the brothers player. there, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it was just I. It, it is the probably single biggest flaw. I mean, I don't like Joe Kane as much as you. I didn't care about most of the characters, you know, probably as much as they because they they just were kind of flat and uninteresting. Um, I like them as like plot points. I like them as story arcs, but as like characters, I wasn't invested in them. Yeah, really much I almost think if the movie had either just focused on the coach, like his life, and then just sprinkled in the players, so they were just sort of side characters, it would have worked better. But instead, we spent a lot of time with each character, but almost not enough with each character to really get to to feel anything for him. But I don't know. I, I think the foot. Uh, if you're wondering, should I watch this movie? The football scenes are great, and and oh, you, you get to watch Iowa watch win a big game. Yeah, I, I would recommend gonna, it. It's genuinely worth watching. No, I, I was I was shocked. As I said, uh, this is the biggest positive surprise for me for any movie that Eric's picked. I mean, you pick movies that are better than this, but those aren't surprises. They didn't come out of nowhere. I, I you know I'm aware of uh, you know Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's it wasn't a shock to me. It wasn't like whoa, what's this? This was what a surprise. Uh, what a what a gem of a sports movie. Um, it's got flaws. It's it's not like an all time great movie overall. Um, but I, this yeah, I mean I was just just shocked uh, by how astute the movie was about college football overall. 
It's just just incredible. And that things um, haven't changed. I mean, the, all of no, this. No, they've gotten worse. I mean, saying, it's almost quaint. The problems seem like less egregious. That I mean, in some ways. The money thing. Like, there's a scene in the, where they go to some booster party, and the guy's giving him money. He's like, "What should I take this?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course you should." Like, in fact, let, let me get it for you. Uh, that probably is different now because it's more out cool. in the open. You know. Well, nil has changed things. It's different now. Now it's it's kind of like pay for play a little bit. I mean, the the lines gray and there's now like absolutely no regulation whatsoever which is the ncaa's fault they spent so time so much time saying players couldn't make any money when instead of like leaning into the curve they could have tried something other than just nobody gets any money ever but yeah it's it's way more open um now literally players can get 100 grand 200 grand more a year like on top of the scholarship you know the the what's the what is the new TV deal with Fox and the Big Ten? I mean, how much money these universities are getting now? The the financial stakes are higher than they were in 1993 by like no everything more. No, I agree. Yeah. Everything with the scrutiny's more. The media's crazier. Like when James Conn's in the locker room and he's just like getting approached by five reporters. Like oh, he's not on some big podium with like a, a sea of reporters. It's not ESPN 24 seven covering everything that's happening all the time. Um, like we don't have intense recruiting rankings. I mean, there might be recruiting rankings, but it's not like everybody just wondering, oh, who, who's this four star going to pick? Um, well, I thought it was, there, over there's a scene place. where Joe Kane meets uh, who becomes his girlfriend in the movie, this Swanson, and she's like a tennis player. And she says she she had to wait to use the gym until the football team was gone. And it's like, in what universe does the football team not have their own, you know, workout facility? And now, right. you know, in 1993, maybe not so much, but now, like, and, and where a Heisman candidate can just like go to a bar and nobody's the one guy didn't even know who he was. Like the guy gets into a fight with is like that's not there's no way that's how it would be now. The top two Heisman candidate quarterback is just hanging out he'd be just mobbed by a crowd wherever he went right no that's true um it's yeah it's 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 no it's it's more it's even like yes everything's smaller scale in in this movie than it is currently so i mean it's great no i there i yeah strong recommend for me even though even though there are parts that are like care or that are dull i mean it's just like oh wow and realize, and it's just funny to me that you saw that and made it. Made, I mean, made college football seem more appealing because, like, he get, he literally gets a concussion. This is Joe Kane, and he's sitting there, and I I know he's got a concussion. He's like, I, I'm fine. I just got a headache, and he goes in any place. And we don't even get the like in the uh, varsity blues. The kid has the the lineman gets a concussion, and it like it affects him. We didn't even get to see that. It's just it's just treated like you just walk it off. Yeah, the, the like, CTE yep. isn't really dis- well, maybe that's part of Latimer why he's such a lunatic. You know, he's taking too many hits in the head. Well, yeah, and just an insane amount of steroids. Uh, that dude. Um, yeah, it's 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 a nutso movie. Uh, it's crazy. It, it feels quaint um, in a lot of ways, but it also is so spot on and prescient because it it's like. Yeah, it's going to get worse, and this movie seems to see everything that's wrong with college football. So yeah, I was, I'm, I'm glad you picked it. This was, this was an incredible watch. It's like this is, this movie is bonkers. Also, well, do, do you want to give your ranking now? You want to drop your sure. letterbox? I, I, I'll give it four out of five. Um, the knock on the 
star. I, it, I, you could convince me to bring it down another half star too. I, it, again, the, there are some of the performances I don't love. How much time we spend with which character is kind of wonky. Um, and then we spent time on stuff that isn't very interesting in light of everything else going on in the movie, but it's, it, it's so spot on with its satire intentional or not. I mean, it just gets what's happening so well. It's like, man, this is very, 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 very clever and compelling to me. What about you? Eric? Exact same ranking. I give it four stars. We are lockstep here today, Ben. Oh, we're on the same page for yeah like the relationship stuff's probably the worst part of the movie um there's some of the voiceover stuff while they were playing football like, like you said the adr i think takes me out of it a little bit it's just corny it's just kind of corny you know where it's like see ya and it's just he runs off and it's just like that's that sounds stupid it, it looks dumb oh when he's like there's a scramble drill and he's like yeah. oh, i'm gonna come back to the ball yeah um yeah it, it was I also don't know. I mean, Joe Kane, I guess he's athletic and can run, but I wasn't impressed with his quarterbacking for the most part. He didn't seem to make crisp throws. He didn't seem to make good reads. Well, I think I think the the cast, the actors do a lot of the football themselves, you know, and so, so they're all, you know, there's there's a few scenes where it's like clearly not that guy, you know, but I think for the most part, the act, I wonder if they cast people that could actually play a little football or if they went through their own sort of training camp. But yeah, I, but, I, I, I would Joe Kane's arm. Be... We didn't see a lot of. We didn't. He didn't stretch the field a whole lot. There was no receiver character in the movie. At there was all. one. We didn't. We didn't get to know him. There was one. And all of the big passes we saw were were screen passes to Omar Epps. There's one we get in, in the Mississippi State game to somebody else. He does throw downfield once, but not much. That's the same. Like for, no, for this isn't. Heisman, and the throws we make are late. Yeah, and they're behind the receiver. And even one of the screen passes, like, oh, that's a terrible throw. Like the guy had to stretch up behind his body to grab it. Um, like they I gotta put say, it on the numbers. A real Kirk Ferentz style offense that they had. Real just like double running back, fullback. You got play the line of so scrimmage. That's kind of how things were in the early 90s. Things weren't all that sexy. This is what most people were doing. So people started realizing, oh, you can make more exciting choices. You can have a more dynamic offense. You don't have to do this run, run, pass thing. Um, I mean, it was like, I mean, that's what it was like at the time. Yeah, I mean, he would never be a Heisman candidate in 2022. His numbers would be way too lacking. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, just more... to add to it, so they play Iowa. They, it's in, it's at Kinnick, Kinnick it's right? Kinnick. Yeah, so yeah. they filmed it in in Iowa City, which is also another kind of cool little tidbit. If, sure. if you're wondering, should I watch this again? You get to see a little bit of Iowa City in the movie. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's good. Um, that's it. I, I'm, I'm, this is wonderful. I was, I'm glad I watched it. It, uh, it shocked me with, uh, how good it was. I yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't like, a, wasn't a huge hit. So maybe, maybe that's why it slipped past you. It, it was, was, well, it was all, well, I wouldn't have cared about it in 1993 anyway. It, this is the kind of movie. I, I mean, this, this I, I, I know I didn't see it in the theater. This is definitely a blockbuster. But even in like deal. video, like the movies I was watching in the mid nineties were like the little giants. That was the first football movie I saw, oh. which is nothing like actually describing no, actual that's football. Very different. Yeah, very different. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I was watching the, the, like big green and angels in the outfield and shit like that. Rookie of the year. Those are the movies that I was watching were sports movies. Just really. Yeah, this is an R rated sports movie. And it wouldn't have appealed to me, the realism. I wanted the fantasy of just, like, the nerdy kid who becomes a great athlete. Um, that's what I wanted when I was, you know, 10 or whatever. Um, so it wouldn't have landed with me at all in the mid-90s. 
uh, and it was yeah not well written. It's like forty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So overall, people didn't love it. You know, not fresh. Uh, you know, I've, well, that's very few reviews though. That's deceiving because it can, you know, I mean, those are as we've learned from our amazing we guests. To, that we we've need, had. Yeah, we need to get our guests on uh, to to review the program. I looked at Rotten Tomatoes. None of none of the folks that we've had on had any reviews on there. So. Um, you know, as we, like I said, as we learned, when they join Rotten Tomatoes, they have to backload all their reviews. If they haven't reviewed it yet, it doesn't get put up there. So well, they haven't backloaded it. Sure, yeah, yeah that makes sense. All right. e- Ebert, well, Ebert gave it three out of four stars. Like I said, I read his review. He was, you know, kind of tore it apart a little bit, but three out of four stars. Well, it's got, definitely... it's got problems. It's fair to, there's some stuff to criticize for sure. I mean, it's not immaculate. Um, and some there are parts that are corny, but again, I thought it was going to be really, really corny. Yeah, I mean, it, a lot if, more. You got to sacrifice, baby. Right. Uh, you got to win, and but, that was going to be what it was going to be about, and it was way more insightful than that. If you're a person that just wants that, just wants the purity of football and like Rudy kind of thing, where it's just all you know, duckies and bunnies in terms of what college football is. The Rudy's your movie, but I, I think this is far superior to Rudy. Oh yeah, that that's the movie. Now that you say that, that's the movie people will say is much better than yeah. than the program. That's gonna it's be a, not. a litmus test. Well, that's fine. Um, it, yeah, this is probably better than Rudy, I guess. Um, it's uh, that's interesting, but yeah, that's a litmus test. You know, if, which one you think is better probably says about your feelings about football as a game. This one, the, the program's probably much more of a bummer if you just don't like having unpleasantness called out, even indirectly. Um, no, this is great. Um, ready to do your five degrees? Yeah, yeah, I can go first if you want me to. Go for it. Yeah, do it. Uh, so I went with our guy Joe Kane. The actor's name is Craig Schaefer. Schaefer? Craig Schaefer, I think, maybe. Um, he's in a movie called The River Runs Through It. I don't know if sure. you ever saw that fly, movie. Fly. I, I saw it when I was a kid. I was extremely bored and i've not seen it since then I actually I, my my freshman year roommate in college his favorite movie was river runs through it he's from weird. winona minnesota he loved fly fishing he was a very weird dude that's a um, movie anyway. my mom enjoyed i think mostly because brad pitt's in it but uh sure i don't well. I, it's it, i don't think i've ever watched it I, I know she watched it at some point i may have been adjacent to her watching it but i don't i don't remember that movie. Yeah, I, it would have bored you if you were yeah. a kid and you watch it i think i mean you don't want it's old people having old people problems right uh, actor by the name of Tom Skerritt is in that as well. Sure. He's in Alien. He's kind of the oh, lead yeah. guy in Alien. Uh, Sigourney sure. Weaver is in Alien. Uh, she's in a movie called Heartbreakers. I may have done Heartbreakers already. Uh, Ray Liotta is in that, and he's also in Field of Dreams. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, there were a lot of choices. A lot of, like, bit people in this that, you know, just were kind of around for a while. Not superstars, but you'd recognize them. The offensive lineman I recognized. I didn't know what from, but I'd seen him before. He's in some other stuff somewhere along the road. But I went with Christy Swanson. Um, she's in Dude, Where's My Car? Did you ever see Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, yeah. Did I see? Yes. I, I went to high school I, I in the it. late 90s. Yes, I saw Dude, oh, Where's I, My Car. I, I love that movie. She plays a character called Christy Boner. I don't remember her in it, but that's her character's name. I don't either. I don't Chris- remember her in it at all. No, she's she's got it. She's, she's again credited as Christy Boner. Um just you know, maybe we'll, we'll need to go back to Dude Where's My Car and see if that movie holds up at all. Um, Ashton Kutcher's in that movie. Um, Ashton Kutcher's also in a movie called The Butterfly Effect. I was on, right? Uh, yeah, you ever see The Butterfly Effect? I have, yeah. 
It was terrible. It's, it's an absolutely good. terrible movie. It's a cool concept that is just squandered horribly. Um, it's kind of like it, a like a multiverse. You know, there's all these multiverse movies now. It's kind of in that that vein. Sure, he keeps going back to different periods yeah. in his life and making different choices, and then we get to see what happens. But it's it's all about his personal drama and relationships, and it's and not super interesting. Uh, it could be it could have been a lot more interesting. Um, Didn't actually, Ashton Kutcher that. actually go to the University of Iowa? Is like a semester, a semester, or like a one year, and then he was already modeling, and then he went to Hollywood. Actually, uh, a guy we work with was in the same frat as him, um, and his frat they all went to visit him in LA, and they were in an episode of Punked. So just a random bit of trivia that oh. nobody cares about. But uh, okay, so yeah, I can I can give you more details. I, no, I know I know who you're talking about. I got it. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, Anyway, yeah, Eric Stoltz is in it. He plays the parents of, like, the girl that he really likes, and their relationship changes based on his choices. Um, Eric Stoltz is in Pulp Fiction. He's the guy that uh, jams the adrenaline needle into Uma Thurman. Or, no, he doesn't, he doesn't do it. He gives him gives it to John Travolta, who jams yeah, it. Yeah, give in. me my but black fucking medical book. Yeah. Yeah, that, that guy. Yep, that's Eric Stoltz. And then uh, Look at the Brains on Brett is in uh, Feel the Dreams. So there we go. I keep forgetting that actor's name. Sorry. You you do matter, actor, but my brain's mush. Sorry. Too many too much steroids over there, Ben. Stop writing out. Stop trying no, to make apparently. the football team. Yeah. I'm... Seat at the table, Eric. Seat at the table. <laughs> Starting D line. Yeah, baby. Ding fucking dong. Yeah. <laughs> right, guys, an absolute lunatic. So I, side point. I absolutely. I really wanted to do this, but I never did it when I played. Do the, like, skull face paint makeup that he does. Oh, yes. I fucking oh my love that. I've all, I that always a, thought I, about that. Like, I wish I had done that. Is that allowed? Uh, I mean, just people just don't do it? It's incredible. It I, rules? If I was a pro football player, I would do that every week. You think Right, yeah. exactly. You think somebody would do it. There's a lot of players that somebody would be like, I'm going to dress like a maniac. I'm going to paint my face like a maniac. You think somebody would do it. I wonder if it's just against the rules. I don't know. Because they do, um, you know, they got the black, black uh, paint so under the eyes. Keep the dust out of your eyes, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But he went full like skull, you know, skull mask, which is incredible. Yeah, yeah, he, he looks. He's terrifying. He's <laughs> terrifying in every scene. He's know, like it, just so angry and insane, and he's massive. Imagine make, blocking make that you guy. Look smaller. <laughs> I know. Imagine blocking that guy. Holy crap. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, I, I, and it, it's one of those ones where like you have trouble believing you couldn't make that tackle. You're like. Okay, I think you're strong enough to make that tackle. I don't yeah. think you lost all your strengths from not doing steroids for three weeks. I, again, if you know metabolic steroids or whatever, and how quickly it can go up or down, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But again, his form absolutely sucked on that tackle attempt. It was really terrible. Way too high. Leverage, baby. Um, so, all right, you want to figure out what, what movie we're going to Yes, I am anxious. I am anxious. What am I watching, uh, Ben? All right, so let's start with his clue number one, baby. This is the most expensive Indian film of all time. Indian? Like from the country India, of the India? The country of India. Correct. I, I, well, I, have no, I, do, I, I don't know an Indian. Slumdog Millionaire? No, that's well, that's an English guess. movie. That, right? Yeah, that's an English. That's Danny Boyle, so it wasn't. It, it takes place in I, India. It might have been an Indian production. I don't know, but um, it's not Slumdog Millionaire. Okay. No, I that, yeah. That, uh, that's why I didn't didn't guess that. So guess. Yeah, sorry. Clue number. Sure. Two. No, that's all good. That's fine. I 
Um, so the director of this is SS Rajemati, is my best attempt to pronounce that. Yeah. I probably butchered that. That didn't help you. I didn't think no. it would. Uh, the movie is set in 1920. Wait, wait, wait. Is is this that new Netflix movie? Um, R-R-R-R? Is that what That's it's called? That's it, yeah. It is. Okay, yeah. all right. That just popped into my head. All right. Yep. So I haven't seen it yet. I've seen enough buzz on Twitter about it that I want to check it out. I want to make you check it out, Eric. I think it looks like a lot of fun. Um, this was supposed to be a really, really good time. I don't know much else about it other than it's an action movie. Um, silly, I did see one, one bit of a trailer where somebody punches a tiger. So... I'm hoping you'll be able to enjoy it, Eric, and it won't bore you to death. Yeah, I, it's on a lot of best movie of the year lists so far. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, I haven't checked it. I haven't watched it yet, but it's been one of I those. Like, it's, it is three hours long, which probably bums you out. But If it's but, good, uh, if it's good, I'm on board. All right. If the other clues are going to be a 2022 release, and then my last clue is a Tiger's Punch in it. I, I didn't know if you'd heard of it. So I was going to try to get you really anxious that it was going to be some sort of, like... Uh, I was thinking, like, Bollywood, some sort of, like, 30s Bollywood movie or something. Or like something from the Apu trilogy, which I don't think you... I don't know if you've ever heard of, but there's this trilogy from this uh, Indian director about a character named Apu. I was worried if you'd think it was something like that. But, uh, no, it should be fun. Anyway, I want to watch it. This is this is fun homework for me. Hopefully fun homework for you, and we'll talk about it next week. All right. Anything well, else to say about the program? Well, should we close by spitting in each other's mouths? Oh should my we, god, I forgot about that. Should we do that? that? <laughs> that's nuts. That, the, the actors did that. That That's not CG. They really spit in each other's no, mouths. No, I, I didn't think they did, had a CGI spit budget. Um, like, just what absolute lunatics. I mean, if, there, if, if anything has changed, the football players at least aren't as overtly insane. Um at least that we see on TV, uh, like, God, those guys just look like absolute lunatics. I like the guys, the guys like, my job is murder the quarterback, annihilate the quarterback, uh, you know, devastate the running back. That's my assignment. It's like, oh, man, that's great. Yeah, he's like, um, let's kill what, him and let the let the paramedics sort it out or something. It's like, Jesus Christ, you are absolutely insane. Yeah, and what... What does let's put the women and children to bed and hunt for some fucking dinner? What does that <laughs> let's even go mean? Get them dinner, take the kids to dinner. I, I have no idea. It really makes like, no sense. Don't your wife and kids eat dinner too? So when they have already had dinner, they're going to bed, and then you're eating dinner by yourself. Like I had no idea. I, I oh another. I mean, this is just one last point. I love that Joe Kane's dad didn't show up. I was oh, really yeah. worried. Didn't that have he was the heart show there at the last yeah. second. No, it had... This is a courage of his convictions. His dad's just a piece of shit, basically. It's not really another way around it. He couldn't have made it any easier for his dad. His dad didn't show up, and he had to just, like, all right, my dad's not going to be there for me no matter what. There's nothing I can do. He's just uh, just an old alcoholic, and he's going to die of liver disease or whatever. You know, that's great. I appreciate that choice of message. Yeah. That, good, great. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Stay stay on this feed because we're going to be posting. We're going to continue with the Pot of Dreams. We're also going to be posting Pot of Rosedale football preview. So uh, keep listening. If you, if you like what we're doing, let us know. You know. Please, yeah. If we you don't like it, let us know too. <laughs> That's fine. Any, we just want attention, please. But yeah, anybody uh, who's can, we we've had some loyal listeners 
I've mentioned this before, but like people all over the world have listened to this. So thank you to everybody who has has stuck with us on this journey. <laughs> That's Indeed. it. Well said. Godspeed. <laughs>